So today on the Zulu One podcast, we have a very interesting guy. He's a former midfielder for the LA Galaxy, an author, a filmmaker. He's the CEO of Lutech, a family constellation trainer and facilitator, and the program director for Mosaic the Movement, Ivan Pollock. How's it going, man? Going great, John. Thanks for having me. Um, when you read all that off, I'm, I'm confused myself. <laughs> I mean, I see when you when you put that together, it sounds like um, comprehensive leadership in its whole. You know what I mean? Like being part of a larger system, and that's that that's I mean, kind of the whole point of this, right? Is to 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 put all those things together. Is to say, hey, as as a team member, being part of the system leading a company, being part of a system. Capturing film is part of a system, right? Um, putting a book together is part of a larger system. Mosaic, part of a system. It's, it's just a really interesting way to see every aspect of being in the system, right? Definitely. Um, yeah, we're all part of multiple systems. And um, yeah, systems influence us in a big way. In a way, systems lead us as opposed to us leading them and uh, having some awareness around that can be really handy. Um, so, um, yeah, um, I'm not really sure, uh, where do we, where do we go from here? Um, <laughs> based on that introduction, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Um, I love the work that you're doing and the explorations that you're making out there and, uh, I love the fact that you're doing uh, this podcast. So uh, thanks for having me. No, oh, I appreciate it. I, I really appreciate it. What, um, can, can you just tell me a little bit about how you got into Constellations? Like, how did you start? How do you get into this work? <clears throat> uh, so <clears throat> I was, um, I was already pretty, pretty deep into self-development uh, through my, uh, professional soccer career, I always try to get an edge uh, on the competition side. Uh, how can I, how can I be the best that I can be? And then after, after my career finished in, in soccer, I, I joined the family business. And then at that point I, I needed to do a lot of growing because uh, my father founded the business and um, my relationship with my father was my biggest wound. Uh, because my my dad uh, and mom divorced and uh, dad was the one that left and I, I kind of felt uh, uh, I kind of blamed him unconsciously so uh, joining the family business was a was a major stretch because uh, I had to I had to work with my dad I had to earn his trust I had to uh, really clear clear my own field if you would of all that past stuff so I dove in and I, I, I dove in pretty hard in self-development and I, I did a lot of reading I I uh, joined a lot of uh, self-development seminars um, I went pretty deep uh, and uh, both my wife Mariana and I uh, <clears throat> went on a pretty deep uh, dive on, of uh, Tony Robbins curriculum leadership uh, and we actually both became trainers for Tony Robbins. We traveled, oh, nice. traveled around the world supporting his events. Uh, so that part was not on the bio, but uh, I wanted to mention that. And then, uh, 
somewhere like nine years ago, my, my sister told me, hey, I, I came across this thing and you should check it out. By that time, I was already, um, I've tried out a lot of things. So I said, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I'm, I'm open-minded. I'll, I'll go see. So yeah, my, my first experience was, uh, was a very, a very uh, intense one. And I'm really lucky and blessed that it was that way. Um, I, I found a facilitator in, in California online. I, I showed up to, a, to, a, to an event. <clears throat> it, was a, it was a very, very small room, not a lot of people. Uh, small room, small circle. I, I I came in and I'm like, okay, well, let's see what this is. And uh, first constellation of the first morning, um, I get asked to participate, and I'm like, well, you you don't you don't want me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want me, you know, in there uh, because I, yeah, you know, I don't know, I don't know anything about anything. I don't know what this is about. So, oh no, no, you, you're gonna be fine. You just, you just, you know, walk in there and you, you'll be fine. So, okay, I said, you know, if if you really insist, you know, I'm here to participate, but I, I don't know what I'm doing. So he said, no, no, don't worry. So there I am. I'm I'm standing in the middle of the circle, and uh, she brings in another person, a, a lady in front of me. And uh, this is done blind, so I don't have any information whatsoever about anything. But you had you didn't know what you were getting into. You just said, "I'm going to go to this place and see what happens." Yeah, well, I, I heard about some something called a constellation and something you know it's a, it's a process and you can go pretty deep and but I, I don't know the mechanics and uh, this particular facilitator worked blindly, so I didn't know anything about the case either. Oh wow! So here I am standing in the middle of the room. And I don't know, I have zero context. All I'm doing is standing there. And I'm looking at this woman, and this woman is looking at me. And I don't feel a thing, man. I don't feel a thing, man. This, <laughs> I'm looking at her. She's looking at me. I'm looking around. I'm like, I'm looking where the door is. I'm like, I this I must be in the wrong place. This this is weird. So we're standing there. Now it's it's become uncomfortable. It's it's been too long. The silence is too long, empty silence, no feeling whatsoever. Nothing. There's nothing. How old were you? I was I was nine years ago. Okay. All right. So I'm, 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 I'm thinking, you know, yeah, this is a mistake. Let me, let me wrap this thing up and, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, excuse myself and I'll go home. <laughs> uh, and then the facilitator brings in, brings in a man to stand behind me and I, I, I hear footsteps behind me. And so I, I turn like this and I, I can feel someone standing behind me. And as I turn back to the front, I feel this wave of sadness that is so thick mm. so thick the sadness i've never felt so much sadness it's so much sadness it, it overtakes my body completely and i'm i'm now starting to cry and 
it's, it's overwhelming sadness. And while I'm crying, I'm thinking to myself, dude, what is wrong with you? Yeah, that, that's, that's a weird where you can be in your mind and in the emotion at the same time. It's, yeah, so I was, I was really, I was really like, yeah, you're, you're losing it, man. I don't know what's happening here. So, so I was, I was crying and crying and I was crying for a while. And then finally the, the, the wave of sadness started to subside. And I was thinking, wow, what the heck is this? Oh, as I'm wiping up my face and I'm opening my eyes and that, that woman that was standing in front of me is still there. She's not same distance, same woman, but I am like, I'm like, now when I look at her, she's like the sweetest human on the planet. Oh, wow. So I'm like, wow, what, what is this? I'm like, so, so I, I'm, I'm somehow, I'm drawn to her. My body's starting to draw me towards her. She's drawn to me. We come together and we embrace, and it's so sweet. I mean, sweet as can be. And I'm hugging her, and she's hugging me, and these people are looking at us, and I'm like, dude, we have really, really lost it now. <laughs> <laughs> and so this thing is going on for a while. It is sweet, but uh, you know, at some point, a facilitator says, thank you. So I'm like, wow what just happened I, I go back and sit down in the circle and i'm like whoa 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 so they just proceed to go on to the next constellation with no explanation whatsoever so at the break i i corner the facilitator and i'm like <laughs> yeah. you 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 have to tell me what was that because that was crazy she said well you know the woman that asked you to participate that was that was her uh, constellation and she was working on connecting with her father and uh, you represented her father and i'm like okay uh so what so she said did you notice how you you couldn't feel anything at the beginning i said yeah i, I couldn't feel a damn thing she said yeah well you know she she couldn't that's kind of how their relationship has been and she couldn't really connect with her father and i'm like so what happened she said well her dad uh is a first generation immigrant from hungary and i had a hunch that he might have something to do with uh his country of origin hungary so i brought in a representative for the country of hungary mm. and i was like what so oh, wow she said when i when i placed the representative for for hungary you standing there without any cognitive information, your nervous system wasn't, wasn't, blocking, wasn't blocking the emotion. But when, uh, when he first came to America, he was so homesick that he couldn't handle the nostalgia, the homesickness, and so he, he made himself numb not to feel the sadness of, the, of, of missing his homeland. And so when he made his, himself numb, to feel the sadness, he, he numbed all of his other emotions also. So he couldn't feel the love either. He couldn't connect with his daughter. I'm like, oh, wow, okay, interesting. So she said, and when you stood there, you were not trying to be numb. You, your nervous system allows emotion. So you felt all that sadness of 
20, 30 years of, of blockage. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, we're connected to countries. Are you, are you, what are you talking about? She said, and then once you could feel all the sadness, then you, you could feel the love too. I'm like, huh. And so she said, when you open your eyes, then you could finally see your daughter and you could, you could really feel the love for her. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So then my, my, my mind was going like, was I hypnotized? Was uh, auto-suggestion? Did they put something in my water? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, cold, cold, what is that cold reading and neuro-linguistic programming? And you're like, what? yeah. <laughs> so all of that stuff, uh, and I was trained in all that stuff. So I, I was really like reviewing. And because he was blind, had it not been blind, I would have talked myself out of it somehow. Yeah. But because he was blind, I was like, wow, are you kidding me? We're connected to countries. I could feel other people's emotions in a non-local environment, uh, or kind of like a quantum connection. Are you? What is going on here? This is this is wild, but I, I couldn't explain it. So when that thing ended, I was like, I'm gonna know. I gotta know everything about this. So I was when I read like 30 books in in like a month and a half. Really? And, uh, I I went and uh, then traveled all over the world trying to figure out what's going on here. And then, you know, very quickly I started facilitating and then very quickly I said, I'm going to help other people do this. So it was kind of like um, a whole new, whole new paradigm that happened. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been really a, a, an amazing exploration for me and a, and a huge expansion in my life. And um, yeah, I, I absolutely love it. Um, and it's, it's, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been a great ride and, uh, I, I'm still on that ride. It's, 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 uh, it's amazing, um, how, how things, uh, how things are coming together. And so that's kind of my, uh, my journey into this work and, uh, yeah, um, it's, it's taken me far and wide and deep and I'm looking forward to more. Yeah, I mean that that's that's a that's a funny story. The first um that that's that's funny that you had the you know going through that process with your with your family and then going, you know, those those systems kind of attracted each other, right? So um going through you know, you always in constellations it it usually happens that systems attract systems. So it was really appropriate, right, that that, that happened. That's, that's funny. So how did you get into, like, did you, did you travel after you said you traveled a little bit after the first constellation to, did you travel to, 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 to do workshops abroad or? Yeah, I, I traveled everywhere. So I, I, I did everything I could locally and then I traveled further. And then my reading, my reading took me to all over the place to Europe and um, different facilitators. And uh, it's, uh, different styles, different, uh, different approaches. So I, I've, I've really exposed myself to, to, to a lot of it all over mm. the world. Man, man. So what, what do you, what would you say that, um, like the, has been the big, the, been the biggest impact of, of doing your constellations? What would you say the biggest shift in your life has been? Um, 
well, we did a, we did a lot of healing for a lot of personal healing, a lot of family healing, a lot of uh, business business strategy, uh, business healing, uh, business uh, expansion. Um, so a lot of, lot of benefits, um, uh, across many dimensions. So, uh, my wife and I have two sons. Um, we did with, we have a lot of, we're carrying a lot of things from, um, from our ancestors, um, that, that we've had to reconcile just like all of us. Um, so in our part of the world, um, in the Balkans, there's um, a lot of wars and, uh, and a lot of uh, turmoil and suffering and uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, our land was under the Turkish Empire for 500 years, so mm. 500 years of slavery practically. Um, and um, so a lot of transgenerational issues and then a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of you know, my, my parents, my parents divorce and how that all panned out. And, um, I think most recently now has been the, um, more and more of me stepping into my sovereignty, into my, into my true self, if you would, into, uh, what I'm really here to do. Uh, we, in life, we have a lot of obligations. We have a lot of expectations from others. When you, when you take over a family business in the aerospace industry, those are big shoes to fill. Yeah, uh, employees uh, working around the clock throughout the night. We got a lot of things going on. Um, and then all the projects that I'm doing at the same time. So um, I've really had to find my way. I have, um, uh, I've had to find what it is that really I'm here to do. Uh, why, why am I here and why do I have so, such a funky story? <laughs> and, uh, why, do I, why am I involved in all this variety of things? Um, seems like I, I'm being cooked on a, on a slow cooker uh, for, for some purpose that, that is still to be revealed. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm really owning, my, owning myself and owning my voice and um, continuing to move forward and uh, expand and grow. That's, that's, been, that's been huge. That, that, seems like, um, like, that seems like the case in, in, in many cases of, I mean, at least your story and my story are similar. It's like we have kind of irons and, and many fires and it's just trying to put all these things together. And, and, and it's also an immigrant story, right, of, of coming to the U.S. Is, um, you know, uh, that's, that's a, a, a big part of it and especially working. And then not only that, adding the complexity of working with, with, with a, with a parent, that's, that has its challenges. And I mean, it's extremely rewarding, but it has its, it has its complexities, you know, it really has its complexities. Yeah. You know, uh, we teach that that wasn't in the bio, but <laughs> We teach the, the family business dynamics at the university here. Okay. And we, we consult with family businesses. Our, our book was written in the family business space, family business mastery. So uh, we, we did a lot of growing in, in the family business. And it's a very uh, sensitive territory. Um, 
second generation, third generation, next generation in a family business has a higher probability of losing themselves than the general population. Oh, wow. Because um, you have big shoes to fill. Yeah. And you have to step into some, somebody else's strengths. You, you, have to, uh, you, have, you have things to follow and preserve uh, that not only are um, that your identity is tied into, but uh, your livelihood is tied into and your yeah. family is tied into. So uh, the stakes, the stakes are really high and be higher. Yeah. You, cannot, uh, you cannot betray uh, all those things. You got to be respectful and you must stay true to yourself along the way, which is a very slippery slope. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, um, I'm really grateful for the journey. And I'm grateful for the where I am now. But I tell you what, I probably quit in my mind 200 plus <laughs> times. Yeah, it's burning the candle on both ends, right? I mean, that's the, yeah. It's a race of improving yourself faster than the failure rate, right? I mean, that's like, it's like you light a fuse. It's like, I'm going to prove myself faster than the failure rate and then start you know, running against that thing. Right. I mean, yeah, that's, that's tough. It's like 50% failure rate for second generation businesses and then 70%, 75% failure rate for third generation businesses that you cascade, you cascade the effects of, uh, of the system, right. If the system is still in its old patterns. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, the most sensitive time is during uh, during a transition from one generation to the next. Mm. Uh, it isn't uh, the demands, the demands on the on the successor are substantial. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's that's the that's the most sensitive time. Um, and uh, if you know, we work we work with a lot of people in that transition. Um, and part of the reason why we teach at the university is to, to prepare that next generation as best as we can to brace themselves for, uh, for that time in the future. So, uh, it's, it's definitely, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I needed all the perspectives and all the systemic principles I could get. And, uh, it's, it, it's been great. I mean, my dad's and my relationship has never been better. Uh, so not only did I gain a business through the process, but I, I gained, uh, my, gained, my, gained my father in a way. I mean, I've always had my father, but I, it didn't always feel that way. Yeah. So the, the gift of that for the future generations is, is immense. Oh, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I'm really, really grateful for all of it now that I'm kind of on the other side of it. So <laughs> yeah. it's a nice perspective, right? To be on the other side of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, being in business with family is, it, it has so many layers of complexities that you have on top of it. I'm, I mean, I'm in business with my dad and it's like, you know, it's, it's the, I'm the dynamic of the, the immigration dynamic, right? The immigrant dynamic. It's the dynamic of father and son, right? The dynamic that I'm in business with, 
uh, two other brothers that are that are brothers. So it's their family system as well. And so it's like the more the more I work on my stuff, and therefore my dad is going through his process, the smoother the ride becomes. You know, it's just it seems like that's the the biggest thing. It's the biggest gift that you can go get as well is that you become so much closer with you know, with your family members through that process. You know, my sister owns, you know, our, one of our, she owns one of our first franchises and that's, has her dynamics and she's, but she's very much in this work. And I, I think the success that they've been able to have is because of the work, you know, and that's, it seems like it's to me, like now looking at business, looking at business now, it seems like there's no other way to do it. It's almost guaranteeing failure if you don't address those things, you know? Uh, business is difficult uh, all by itself. Yeah, exactly. It's by it's, it has its level of complexity without adding the family system dynamics and organizational dynamics. You know, like yeah, that's 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 huge. Yeah, I mean, uh, how did you? So how did you? Um, so how did you meet up with with Jan Jacob Stam? How did that relationship develop, and how did you get to that to that I guess point? Yeah, so. Um, I, I th throughout my journey, I've, I've somehow I'm bridging bridging many different styles. Yeah. So uh, my my first kind of teacher was uh, working with uh, with a lot of <clears throat> a lot of information uh, and intake. Um, um, what is the issue? What's the family? What's the system? What's you know the whole uh, the whole history would get taken, and then there would be a discussion in front of the room, upon which the work would proceed, and then uh, he would then almost like a color commentator narrate the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So then. Uh, then my my next teacher after that was a complete silence, so no intake, no cognitive information, completely blind and complete silence, and very oh deep, wow deep movements of the soul and movements of the spirit mind. And then not only that, uh, it's his name is Lado. He he will come to Miami uh, in March. He was supposed to do it now, but the virus got us. Uh, he also works in parallel, so he works with very large groups, hundred plus people, and then he would have them all in the field, and he would he would do seven, eight, nine constellations in parallel. Oh wow! So uh, one family system would then uh, synergize with the other family system and other family system, and it would be a big old constellation in in, uh, in one space. Uh, holy crap wow. first time I, I did that in europe was incredible and you know men are in minority there also so maybe 20 yeah. percent men but uh i was over a two-day period i represented probably in 45 constellations oh and my gosh i was the father and the grandfather and the son and the baby and the aborted child and i I was I was everything. Oh, wow! Was yeah. Days, uh, very very deep, like no talking, just feeling. So my my capacity to uh, for the unknown increased tremendously, and my my capacity for um, 
uh, opening myself up for for different energies. I I, I really feel like I've I've lived multiple lifetimes. I, yeah. I would never I would never get to experience any a fraction of this if I if I wasn't involved in the, in this work. And so yeah, that was my next teacher, and I I hosted this my my very very dear teacher and uh, a huge influence on me and then i figured you know what i i would like to see because this is very shamanic very deep work okay so yeah. it doesn't lend itself really to uh to walking into a company and uh consulting for for a business or doing systemic work for a business i mean it it would if if the business would be open to go in and uh, <laughs> open himself to a shamanic process, it would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, they're they're not like that. So I uh, two years ago, I went to uh, I went to Madrid first to uh, to see uh, Jan Jakob and uh, Cecilia do a masterclass, and then after that, I joined uh, the Yokti, which is the International Organizational Constellation uh event that happens every two years over a week uh, and then i met uh, i met michelle there and i met a lot of people from all over the world and then i dove into a training with jan Jakob on the systemic dynamics in organizations and then uh, master uh systemic organizational facilitation after that uh, so i really feel that uh, jan Jakob's uh approaches uh uh, unique in the in the sense that he he consciously separated the family dynamic work with the organizational dynamics work and he really focused over the last 20 years on the organizational side so his expertise is is quite quite strong and then uh, how he relates to the systemic principles how he relates to a constellation work he still does organizational constellations but he also uh, their institute in, uh, in the Netherlands, uh, focuses on uh, systemic coaching and systemic consultancy. And because of that, I, I felt like I had, I had very strong foundation on the systemic side and very deep um, side, but a little bit of the languaging and making it available to the general population, it, I felt yeah. like I, need, I needed a little bit a little bit uh, better handle on that was my 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 reason for diving into that and then uh, yeah that's kind of how we uh ended up in miami uh sharing some of that stuff with uh, mosaic and michelle and it's been it's been beautiful uh so um really in the most recent development is that in today's world i feel like we need to go out into the world like I feel like we need to make the work more accessible. Okay. And in order to do that, we need to make it more, uh, we need to make it simpler. Simpler? Uh, simpler. We need to make it more conversational. I mean, and so mm. this, this, latest, uh, this latest course that we're offering starting next Thursday is going to be how to take the principles of constellation work and how to make them available through a question how to make them available through through a conversation uh, how how to take the kind of deep listening 
and deep seeing that happens while you facilitate in a circle, how to take that same presence, that kind of uh, openness to the new and take it into the boardroom, you know, take it into, uh, into the kitchen with your family. How, how, how to make it, how to make it accessible and how to work with it out there with people who may have not heard about it. Um, how to, how to, how to, um, how to interface with the world um, and how to connect with the world at large and how to keep that kind of sense of possibility and sense of sovereignty uh, and have be sitting in the in the eye of the storm if you would in the in the eye of the hurricane and and remain composed and remain open to systemic dynamics and be able to share them acknowledge them as they are and uh, not notice the problems in the world as solutions for something that uh, problems are clues on where we need to look at in order to make the shift necessary uh, for, for the organization or the family or the individual, for society as a whole. Uh, and this whole virus situation, uh, it's, a, it's a huge interrupt of the entire world. And it's, an, it's a problem, but this problem is a solution to the general lost way that as a humanity, we've kind of lost our way. And uh, what we're doing currently, what we've been doing before the virus is, is a, is a surefire way to, uh, to self destruct. And uh, really this, this virus is an opportunity uh, for maybe taking a pause and, looking at how might we uh, change direction and, and make this thing sustainable for, for future generations and the, the benefit of uh, humanity as a whole. What, one of the interesting things that I think that we'll be able to gather from, from this thing is the data that happens from the pause, right? Is that the pause button create, is going to have data effects across the board. So if you see you know, pollution rates, population movements, whatever that looks like, that we can't, we're going to be able to get really concrete answers on some stuff that we didn't have concrete answers before. So we're like, you know, there's arguments on both sides of a lot of cases. It's like uh, climate change, right? So they were like, climate changes, we don't know, or whatever that looks like. And so now we're going to actually know because we've reduced everything on a we've reduced travel we've reduced consumption on a, on a high level and say hey the data is showing that this is the direction that we need to take now like we've created this massive data set after this has happened to be able to pull that it's a huge opportunity for us to to readdress or readjust our 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 perspective on on almost everything right uh it's 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 a huge opportunity and um I am not sure, um, obviously there is way too many unknowns uh, and 
I'm not sure if I was going to bet which way we're going to end up going. I, I, I'm not sure that I could make a, make a bet that I would be confident about. Mm. And um, I, uh, but uh, I'm not, I'm not here sitting on a doom and gloom um, feeling. I'm sitting here with uh, taking ownership of my own self, my own world, my own sphere of influence, my family, my, yeah. And even my family, I don't have the control over my family. My my sons may make choices that, you know, as as much as I want them to make good ones, they have free will to make bad ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, um, I think the way I approach it is that uh, I'm the world will do what the world will do, and I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And uh, I'm going to focus on expanding my awareness. I'm going to focus on, on, on love. And I'm going to focus on art and creativity and connection. And then the, the world uh, is a different, uh, I think it's, uh, it's in the hands of God uh, mm. more than in my hands. Um, that's a that, that's an interesting point. It's just it, the, the thing that gives me comfort, right, more than anything, is the the aggregate knowledge that we've gained. You know, is that we're trending in the right direction. Oh, like historically, we're trending in the right direction, right? So there's less atrocities globally, right? There magnitudes of order, right? So there's less. You know, in the 21st centuries, there's less you know atrocities than there has been in the in the 20th century and so on and so forth and it seems that the more work that this type of work that happens the more our collective subconscious learns and heals and like i can't get this 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 thought out of my head is that there's something that we're doing that's trending us in the right direction we're moving the ship you know let's say a, a degree you know a, a tenth of a degree you know, off and 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 fifty years will be in a completely different place than we were, than we were if we hadn't made that correction, right? Um, it, it's just I I can't get that thought out of out of my head that the the work that we're doing collectively, the work that that's happening, and it's happening across the board. There's an there's this awakening, right? And we're healing those dynamics, and there's you know we're everybody's understanding that we're both victim and perpetrator that we need to stop the judgments of these processes that we need to, that we need to just really look and that we need to take responsibility for ourselves and heal the kind of the immediate thing that we have around us. And that's all we have responsibility and control over. It seems like that is putting us, trending us in the right direction. You know, that just, you know, the little degree of, of movement in the ship that will put us in a different course. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, awareness is raising, and I, 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 I take, I take fulfillment anytime awareness raises, mm. uh, whether individually for myself or uh, I see someone's awareness raise. Yeah, uh, that's I know. Every time that happens, our collective awareness is uh, raising simultaneously. So uh, a lot of my work is in this. Yeah. A lot of my life is in this. So uh, 
Um, I like uh, I like the metaphor of the ship that you are mentioning, and uh, the opportunity on an individual basis is is to correct by fifty degrees, by ninety degrees, yeah. you know, even one hundred and eighty degrees. Um, um, on an individual basis, those large shifts are much more available than on the collective basis. Yeah. And um, that's, that's, what my, that's what my life is about. That's what my journey is about. How can I be in maximum alignment with my purpose, with my soul? And uh, that's, that's where I focus. And I, I, let the, I let the collective do its thing uh, while I am uh, course correcting in the <laughs> best way for myself. Yeah, yep, yep. And, um, that's that's, that's kind of how I approach it. And, I, and the reason yeah. that is is because uh, I've, I've, had, I've had many, 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 many years of my life, if you, if you majority of my life was taken in, in wanting to save people, wanting to save my mom, wanting to save mm -hmm. the business, wanting to save the world, wanting to save the clients, wanting to save people. Uh, and um, now that I'm on the other side and a bit, a bit uh, my awareness is raised, that a lot of the times of saving the world is, is a kind of an elegant distraction to doing your own work. Absolutely. And um, it can be, you know, I'm on the mission to save the world, but in the meantime, uh, in my yard, if you would, there's, there's, there, there's trouble, trouble in my yard. Yeah. Trouble in my backyard. <laughs> problems, yeah, yeah, yeah. problems in my home. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've, I've really reoriented to, to a kind of a really walking the walk. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Have, have, have you ever heard of uh, Jordan Peterson? Yes, I have. Yeah, so Jordan Peterson has a great rule, and it's the, one of the rules. I think I can't remember what rule it is. It's like clean your room. It's like just clean your room. Like you can't do anything unless you clean your room. And, yeah. and that, like, that's, I've, I've had that as, as such a thing. It's just like, focus on you, man. That's it. You can only focus on you and me become the best version of I, that I can be for my children and for my wife and for my company and for my house and for my community. And that's it. That's, that's all I can, that's all the control I have over and, and lead by example, right? It's just clean your room clean your damn room, man. <laughs> it's as simple as, it's, it's as simple as that. And, you know, just, just try to do that. And, and that will make a massive difference in your life. It's to start cleaning your room. Yeah. I, I definitely, I definitely agree. I can see the, I can see the wisdom in that. Mm. Uh, and uh, since, since I've been approaching it that way, I have had, so much energy yeah uh, so much more creativity uh so much more ability to uh to stretch our uh, stretch in multiple directions and projects and uh so 
really in hindsight my a lot of my energy was tied up in uh, in the fight I I cannot win yeah a lot of my energy was tied up on the on the outside the uncontrollables the um, all of those things that that we use as distractions, even it might be a, a positive distraction, it's still a distraction. Mm. And so, yeah, I, I really recommend focusing on what is yours to do. Yeah, fighting windmills. What do you, what do you <laughs> do? And uh, yeah, bringing that, taking your place. Yeah, taking your place, not taking other people's place mm. in the in the in this journey of life and uh, that's 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 really um listening to yourself inside developing yeah. that fine-tuned uh connection with yourself with your own voice having your own voice mm. uh, so much so noisy out there so so noisy absolutely and it takes a while to get used to you know it's like that that for me the biggest some of the biggest shifts is that I was like, okay, I'm this person, right? I, I grew up doing this or, or in this dynamic or fulfilling this role in my family system. Right. And then I was like, okay, let's do, let's do this constellation thing. Right. So I started doing it and then I was like, Oh, what's this new me? And then getting used to that new me and then doing that over and over and then just shedding more and more, old dynamics that didn't and then now it's now i'm like i this is this is i'm in my my spot where i'm supposed to be in my family system respecting the you know everybody's position you know trying not judging right respecting everybody's position and then being comfortable in that place now i can say i'm responsible for me and for my children and that's it like that's that's all I can do is until they're emancipated, I'm gonna be I'm gonna continue to work on myself and do it with with my and, and be the best best version of me that I could possibly be. And it's and it's so difficult to but not so difficult, but it's such a weird feeling to be comfortable with yourself and just say, I'm this is I'm in the position that I'm and I'm not distracted by whatever those those defense mechanisms were, right? Or just not distracted by whatever whatever other thing that comes into my life that's 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 huge you know it's really big yeah you know if um if you haven't listened to yourself for a long time mm. um your voice is unfamiliar so uh re re-engaging with yourself is is a, is a whole new relationship oh man and um yeah um honoring honoring your own voice when it hasn't been honored for a long time yeah it's it's uh it's something to uh reorient and reorient and really orient to uh and uh yeah uh things things become things become a lot easier a lot there's there's more grace there's more ease uh, and you are in uh, in harmony with with it, yourself it's almost like you become more effective absolutely it's almost like you the movements that you have that you do are more, uh, way more effective because you're in your place 
other than, you know, it's trying to hit the the moon with a slingshot. You know, it's like I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna save whatever, and you're trying to hit the moon with a slingshot. It's like that's you're not gonna be effective. It's about practicality, right? Absolutely. Yeah, man, man, yeah, that's 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 interesting. What um? So do you? Uh, how do you approach? Okay, so let, this is. Uh, I'll get into kind of this question: is how do you explain or attribute the force behind co family constellations? Is is I've you know some people explain it as spirit. Some people explain it as from a religious perspective. I'm I'm very biased to the Rupert Sheldrake morph morphic resonance dynamic because I'm very technical. I'm a technical mind. And that really kind of resonates with me. What, how do you, like, how do you explain the ghost behind the machine to people when they, when they ask you about this? Like, um, interestingly, I, I'm going to share how Jan Jakob explains it. Okay. So, uh, he, he goes through, uh, about 15, 20 minutes, uh, process of sharing what systems are, how systems are related, what systemic principles are, he shares the three, three um, survival mechanisms. And then at the end of that, he says, and there's this thing called a constellation. And uh, we don't know how it works, but we know that it works. And um, uh, it gives us an opportunity to look at these dynamics and uh, look at these systems and principles and how they overlap in a, in a very uh three-dimensional way and so we use it for that it's a it's a it's a vehicle of awareness and it gives us an opportunity to uh to pull levers that we otherwise wouldn't know that they were there mm -hmm. and so it's a very elegant way and uh he he works with large corporations so in a matter of 30 minutes he is in to work with the board of directors so yeah i mean i would see that if you're explaining you know quantum entanglement to <laughs> quantum non-locality and spooky action at a distance to a board of directors you're gonna they're gonna glaze over and it's a very elegant way to explain it's just explain the pieces but not the center and people will be like oh and you just take the thing as a whole right yeah, and and and, and uh, he says that early on in his career, he was uh, always trying to uh, fill in the blanks for people and educate them and bring them, uh, prepare them for constellations. And then he said that the more I went, I realized that systemic perception is is natural. All of us have a systemic perception. All of us understand. Oh, wow. Um, they, we carry it in us, and then when we when we when we explain the principles in layman's terms, uh, everyone gets it. And uh, when we explain the three survival mechanisms, and you know, if you don't do such and such, you you may not belong to your organization. Everyone understands that. Everyone knows when they walk in that they gotta say good morning, and if they don't say good morning, uh, that there could be uh, severe consequences. Um, so that's actually systemic perception that we don't think of systemic perception. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, he, he just kind of um, taps into the innate systemic perception that people already have within themselves. And then uh, he used that, uses that after 30 minutes of, as, a, as a jumping off point to, to do some really deep work. That's a great way to pull it. That it's elegant. It's an elegant way to explain it. It's yeah. It's it's just very yeah. So so uh, too too much explanation for something that is really uh, that is really mysterious. And um, we know we know very little about it. If you really think about it, hmm. we we know much less than we don't know. Okay. And so. Um, if you if, if you use a metaphor of flying okay so icarus had a hunch that we might be able to pull it off somehow and uh, you could see birds flying why can't we fly and then yeah. uh somehow through trial and error and, uh, and uh, experimentation you know now we fly across the ocean in a very comfortable setting um, and we don't know the aerodynamics, the physics, the laws of physics, the turbine engine, the, all the systems on the plane. We don't know any of that. And, but someone knows to make it predictable. So that is great. Um, so another example is electricity. 200 years ago, we knew there was a discharge in the sky. There was tremendous power that somehow thunder and lightning and yeah. nature's got power, man. How can we harness that? Yeah. How does it really work? So we didn't know. And that's kind of where we are now. Mm. And science is not really exactly sure how it works. But we know that it works. Yeah. And we are in the beginning stages of tuning in to these uh, quantum effects and mechanics and uh, the field effect and uh, the field uh, effect, all yeah. these things. And so we are, we are really the pioneers. We're the experimenters. We are the pioneers of flight into human consciousness. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's... So, to me, that's the most exciting part of about this. It's it just take, like it, it it excites my brain in ways that I can't explain. It's so exciting to to be at the frontier of this of this kind of movement, right? It's just it's so exciting. I can't. I don't know how to put it into words. Yeah, and and, and you know to make it to make it easier, I would I would uh, venture a guess it will take several thousands years to uh to really um get a handle on it uh where where we really know the ins and outs of how it how it connects and the the complexity of it um and the 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 immenseness of the universe the immenseness of the intelligence oh yeah that is organizing all this the 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 vastness mm. of that intelligence um, is is way bigger than our nervous system can process and way bigger than our nervous system is going to be able to process for another few hundred years. And so sitting in here with wanting to know all the answers is futile 
<laughs> and uh, we might as well just relax. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Relax yeah. and enjoy the journey. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, play with the light switch. You know, now play it's all yeah, 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 yeah. And just continue to uh, move on this frontier and know that uh, it just can help our humility yeah. uh, in a big way. Knowing the vastness of 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 the of the intelligence that is in play and. Yeah. Uh, really being being a little bit in awe and a little bit in uh aware of our uh, of our smallness yeah 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 it's it seems like it's a lot more complex than 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 we could ever imagine i mean that's the 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 power of it have you um have you heard of of nicholas christakis's work no, I haven't. So he has um, a TEDx talk, and he talks about, um, you know what the widower effect is? No. So it, the widower effect is, I'm going to probably butcher this, but it's it's the probability of somebody, um, the, the pro statistic probability of somebody passing away that has been in a long-term relationship with somebody. So like the spouse following, following the spouse to, to the grave, right? So it's it's like 50%. So if, if a, a couple has been together for a long time, um, one spouse passing, passing, uh, the other spouse has a 50% um, probability that they would, that, that they would, um, that they'll follow, right? In a very short period of time. I think it's two years, right? So it's, so he took this um, data set and, and, and kind of mapped somebody in a, in a point in a, in a cluster and everybody in that cluster, what their probabilities were data-wise of systemic work, right? So it's like a systemic, it's a data representation and a scientific representation of the dynamics and the effects in, in, in systems, right? And so that we see when, when we work on constellations or when we participate in facilitating constellations, you see that dynamic of the spouse following or the father child or whatever those dynamics are represented by by this the scientist right and so it's like we're 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 swimming in the same pool we're getting so close you know it's like these two things are getting so close to each other and it's 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 getting really exciting you know it's like i'm so so excited about this you see like frozen i've got little kids so i watched frozen 2 and frozen 2 is talking about you know into the unknown is like the main song it's like into the unknown and they sing into the unknown and it's not until spoiler alert if you're gonna watch frozen 2 anytime soon um it, it, the, the the princess goes and finds her ancestors and like what happened with her ancestors to heal the dynamics coco the movie the disney movie coco is very much about that and it's like we're coming to terms with this thing and it's the phenomenon phenomenon of resonance and this this phenomenon is uh, you know is starting to come to light it's it's incredible i'm so excited about it i i can't it's like i can't contain myself it's so exciting you know yes i um i i i love to explore I love to be in the field as much as possible. I, I, I love to uh, represent, to facilitate, and uh, I wish I could be doing that all day long. And yeah. so 
yeah. I am I am doing that all day long, really, um, because now I'm focusing on how I can how I can do the systemic work without a constellation. Okay, uh, that's that's what the course is that we're gonna do next week. The start next week uh, so on the fourteenth, right? May fourteenth. May fourteenth, and uh, the big reason big reason why why I decided to do that was to to uh, facilitate that course is because I I really want to. I want to somehow make it more accessible and mm -hmm. I want, I want to uh, unite, unite worlds, if you would. And I want to bring the sacredness uh, from the circle into, into daily life. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to make it possible to practice all day long. And uh, I want to, I want to really uh, let the moment emerge fresh for me uh everywhere in life and uh, mm. that's the reason really why i'm why i'm really opening up this exploration for us all because i i, I really feel that every moment presents its opportunities and i don't want us to miss them just because they're not happening in the circle okay that makes sense so would it be that you're the light switch turning on the light switch all day that the light switch is you know you using the metaphor is that the lights you're always turning you have you just live in a state of the light switch being on in tune to what's happening in the field constantly yes i mean uh, what's happening in myself uh what's happening in the systems uh what's uh what system is revealing itself in the moment? Uh, what symptom, problem, issue is presented itself? Uh, why does the issue exist? And what does it serve? Uh, what, uh, what solution is the symptom providing? And what, is, what, is, uh, what is the system involved? Uh, where do we need to zoom out to notice that? Uh, uh, all of those all of those things are available for exploration in every moment and uh it really accelerates accelerates your systemic perception hmm. when you engage on that level so that this, uh, when you are when you are facilitating and i know a lot of your audience uh are facilitators in that in the special present state the 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 empty and full center where you're connecting with the client and you're connecting with the field and you're connecting with the representatives and we're all in that room and it's it's sacred and uh we're you know the something's just about to click that hasn't clicked for a long time well that magic yeah that magic is available it's the same field is available outside of the workshop environment. Outside, outside of the workshop environment. Yeah, 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 man. So, uh, it just requires our, requires our presence and requires our connection and uh, requires our perception 
and then composure and centeredness, if you would, uh, um, the awareness and the presence. Mm. And so with, with that, uh, you, can, you can bring that home. You can bring that into your business. You can bring, the, bring it into a business meeting. Uh, you, can, uh, you, can, you can facilitate on the bus, if you would, and uh, on the train and in the car. And uh, that's my invitation, really. Uh, how can we mingle? Mingle our perception with the raw reality. Oh, wow. Wow. Do you, do you think that ancient cultures had, had, like this is a lost art, would you say? That this is something that more ancient cultures had that connection on a regular basis and we've kind of, in modern times, lost that? Yes. I, um, I don't remember the name of the book, but there's a book on the Aborigine um, genius of the Aborigines and how they would go out on these hikes hunting and telepathically they would communicate with the tribe uh, and they would bring, they would bring the, they would know when to return. Oh, like, wow. Uh, someone, someone would need their help and they, they would get a telepathic message to return uh, and they would be, they would be very, very far. Uh, and uh, oh wow, what's it, it called? It's been documented. It's been documented, and I can uh, look on my shelf for that book. But uh, if you if you search uh, Aborigines and telepathy and communication, I uh, it, it's a it's a very it's a very it's a it's a very um, mainstream bestseller book. This so it's not it's not some kind of a esoteric book it's it's a it's a bestseller uh and oh, wow. so yeah i absolutely think that we have those skills we have those abilities we we are pre-wired yeah pre-wired for it and different civilizations throughout time have had more connection uh, than others uh and uh, yeah it's it's available to us uh and in our dna the large leaps of consciousness and um, enlightenment and uh, levels of consciousness, all, all of those, the, the, the ones that, have, that masters touched, uh, they are also encoded in our DNA. Mm. So uh, it's a matter of... Um, awakening latent potentials inside of us and awakening those potentials is a matter of practice and that's why i'm really wanting us to practice more i'm Absolutely. really wanting us to just uh, dive in and and explore and and keep exploring getting better at flipping the switch yes <laughs> And keep it on all time, all the time, right? I mean, have do you? <laughs> this is this is kind of a question. Do you find yourself um, having to pull back from from doing a constellation with people, like when you have a 
when you have a conversation. Um, like when you start getting into certain territory, like you start facil almost like you, you have to stop like, hey, if we keep talking about this, we're going to get into, you, you know what I mean? Like I, that happens, uh, that happens to me sometimes is like, hey, if we keep talking about this, like work, I'm going to start get i'm gonna start going into a place where where i shouldn't you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, you, know, I, you can always ask for permission uh, yeah always uh uh open uh is it okay if we explore something uh, can i ask you a question uh permission is very very important and uh, it should not be taken taken lightly yeah as you your awareness increases your your responsibility increases as well and so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it can be very, um, I, I have to mention this because uh, there are skillful healers that heal people out of their destiny. Oh, wow. A person may come to experience a lot of pain so that they can learn a lesson that they can use in particular way for the for the development of their soul if you yeah but halfway through their pain cycle a healer mm. heals them mm. and uh yeah um uh, heals them almost without without uh, without the chance of the soul of the person to abort if you would it's yeah. almost like a it's a surgical procedure that there is no going back from oh yeah absolutely so uh, rather than rather than interfering with people's destinies uh allowing people's destinies and that's again the you know world and people will do what they will do and i, I will do what i will do yeah and uh, that's that's kind of a good way for me to approach it. And for me, my biggest temptation is restraint to saving people. Mm. Okay, yeah. so um, my systems, my upbringing, my um, issues and my my systemic uh history my systemic history has a tendency to uh, to want to save people and that comes from wanting to save my mother and uh wanting to save people around me and all those things so when someone is someone is in pain i i I can feel my heart going out to them, and then I just say, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's yeah, absolutely, it's, it's um, you know, this is their journey, and uh, I can ask a question, I can be respectful, and I can yeah. really stay withdrawn so that I can give them maximum room for their exploration without interfering. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's huge. That that's huge. Yeah. That's a very um that's a very hard one lesson. Um and uh yeah, it's it's 
and yes, you do you do see more things, and uh, therefore you need to uh, have more restraint. That that's definitely something that's been happening to me. I would say in the last probably five years that you start having a you're having a conversation with somebody, and then you start getting into territory, right? You start getting in and like, okay, if you know, I, I'm going to, I don't want to talk. You don't say, I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's like, Hey, just, I, I don't let's, if we keep going down this path, I'm going to get into a place that I, I want to respect your, you know, I want to respect your space. So I, I don't want to, you know, if we keep going down this path, we're going to start getting into a workshop. Right. So like, I, I want to, you know, it's like, if this is, this might be something you that you want to look at in the future and then kind of leave it at that. Like that's been my, my, my biggest go-to is like, this might be something that you want to look at and then just kind of leave it at that because you start like, it feels, it feels like once you start having those, that neurological resonance with somebody, you open a field and you get pulled into the thing. You're like, Whoa, I got to restrain myself from, from getting into that dynamic. You know, it's like, uh, yes. Um, that's, that's definitely a wise way to go. And, uh, Jan Jakob, um, in his organizational facilitations, uh, he regularly parks personal and family issues. So mm. he would just park it on the side and say, you know, this is something that's uh, family related that you may want to look at, but uh, let's continue looking at the organizational dynamic. And so you can do the same thing. Uh, you can park things and continue the conversation and uh, make an invitation in a, in a respectful way where they can opt in or out. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, that allows their destiny and they, they have their own choice to make at that point. Yeah. Putting checkpoints for consent. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes, that, that makes, that makes complete sense. What, um, what do you think that the, the, I think, what, what do you think that the future of, of organizational constellations look like? Do you think that this is something that's going to, that's going to come into kind of mass adoption for, for, for the population? There's going to start being, I mean, if this continues, there'll be like, there'll be books written about this, right? Like there's already books that are written about this. Like this company was able to correct and this company was not. And then it's going to get mass adoption at, at some point. What do you think that the, the future of that looks like? Well, it's, it's definitely going to get uh, more and more adoption and people are going to want the results. Mm. So that will be the, the more adoption piece. Um, and yeah, I mean, we are on the trajectory of raising awareness and Awareness is going to raise uh, whether um, whether organizational constellations really take foothold or not. Uh, yeah. And if they don't, something else will. Um, so, yeah, there will be a, a continual raise of awareness, and I just hope we don't run out of time for that. But, yeah, it, it's going to become more and more um, mainstream. That, that's the thing that gives me the most amount of hope, right? Is that you can't, 
like once you cross that threshold of knowing that family constellations or that type of work exists, going back is like you, it's like you're already, you know, it's like you're already healed, right? It's like, or not necessarily healed, but you've, you're already on that journey. It's like you, it's, I, I don't know of anybody that goes down that path and then makes a U-turn and then goes, you know, goes the other way. I don't know many people like that, or I've never come across anybody like that. But yeah, you know, there, there, there is a point of, uh, there's a point where, where you get to where when you, you have a decision, what is, what is higher priority? Is it your mind and your identity or is it, is it your soul and your voice and your true self? And that's a very, a very slippery transition. Mm. And so, a lot of people don't make that, don't don't make that leap, and uh, they go, they go and they raise awareness to the point of requiring courage and requiring trust and requiring faith, and. And that's that's a cutoff point, if you would. Hmm. Where it's like a fork in the road. That's a cutoff point. Do I do I go into the unknown? Hmm. Do I take the leap into the unknown? Do I risk being forsaken by the world, by my family, by the people that don't understand? Do I risk belonging? even in this crappy world and uh or do i do i take the leap and oh, that's wow. that's a cutoff point that a lot of people don't make that leap hmm. do you think it, it's does it does it stem from the loyalties to their to their identity i mean that that's where I, I, that's where for me the 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 most tricky part about about constellations is that it comes from a place of love like when you're assuming a loyalty it's coming out of a place of wanting to belong right yeah. it comes from a place of saying i am also a perpetrator or i am also a victim or my identity belongs to this and if i do not have this what am i Yes. So it's a kind of a, a young, young love, if you would. Yeah. Uh, a love that doesn't have a future. That's, uh, that's kind of how my, my teacher Vlado frames it. Yeah. It's, it's a love that doesn't have a future because you are loyal and you are loving and you are loving to the point of even if it cost me my life. Yeah. And so even if it cost me my life, uh, results in death and uh, love with no future, therefore. Mm. And uh, love with the, with a future is taking that leap um, and risking the being being different being a outcast 
being yeah being uh being uh in the unknown <laughs> yes yeah so it's yeah. not a it's not a it's not a small matter it's not a small matter it's losing your tribe yes it's losing a, it's a loss it's a it's a yeah it's losing your your tribe it's that's and it's a very lonely place to be once you venture out into the uncharted territory of not your tribal protection right yeah and that's that's why our communities like uh, mosaic and um people that are on the same journey uh, is is really really important yeah and so I, I always recommend uh being with uh, like-minded people and uh, supporting each other and continuing to explore together and leaning on each other and uh, that's 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 very important having communities like that yeah yeah that that um it's it's funny that you say that even if it cost, cost me my life that put everything in perspective for me you know that that put every single ounce of of the 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 depth the gravity of this work and the gravity of systems is that even if it costs me my life is that if that's on the table anything's possible right you can put anything into that context you can put genocide into that context you can put diseases into that context you can put anything into the context of even if it costs me my life is that if i'm that i'm so loyal to belong to a system or i'm so loyal to fulfill something that i will that I'm willing to sacrifice my life. That's that's the 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 end game, right? That's the if that's the bar, anything below that is possible. That's how that's how <laughs> intense, how intense it is. Exactly. That's how intense it is. That's man. When when I learned that lesson, that's probably the most profound lesson I've ever learned. Really, really profound lesson that I that I've ever learned. Besides the love of being a parent. Um, you know, th that's the most profound lesson that I've ever learned is that even I'm will that, uh, you know, as that I'm willing to give up my life to belong to a system like, whoa, oh, man, that is so intense. Yeah, John. So uh, my light here is expiring. Oh, yeah, I see that. California, California sunset almost yeah and so uh yeah i'd i'd love to uh come back when i'm when i'm in miami yeah that would be great uh, we would love to have you we can do uh we can do a face-to-face -face is the way you uh prefer to do <laughs> yeah 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 face to face but um ivan thank you so much for 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 being here and um if you can just let everybody know how to how to get in contact with you or um just follow you on instagram or on facebook yeah, so uh, you can find me on my uh, through my name, Ivan Pollock, I V A N P O L I C on Facebook. Uh, we can also look us up on our website, uh, familybusinessmastery.com. Um, and um, for any listeners that are interested in exploring constellation work on a daily basis, uh, we'll be doing this course next week, starting Thursday, uh, May 14th, for the following seven weeks. Uh, on uh, May 14th, Thursday, from 1 to 4 Eastern. And then uh, we'll meet on every Thursday, 1 to 4 Eastern, for the next seven weeks, exploring topics of 
um, judgment, finding your voice, um, um, trauma, how to navigate, how to respond to the moment as it is, as opposed to the moment from the past that, that you couldn't handle, uh, how to how to find the success in your essence as opposed to all costs. Uh, so we have, a, we have a topic for every week, and uh, we'll be diving into deep uh, territory on the personal and family side, as well as organizational and business side. So it's for your home life and for your work life, both. Uh, so there will be experiential exercises through, throughout every week. Uh, and uh, lots of Q&A, and it will really be a laboratory for us to continue to explore, continue to explore in the workshop, and then explore at home uh, and at work when you go back, and then continuing to polish throughout the seven weeks. And so uh, it's a warm invitation for us pioneers to uh, dive in together and uh, continue to raise our awareness and continue to expand and uh, continue to live the life that we were meant to live. And uh, thank you so much, John, for uh, all the work you're doing. And uh, uh, it's, it's, it's great that you have a podcast like this. And uh, uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely great that, that you, you're continuing to do the work and continuing to inspire others. I and appreciate it, man. It's my thank pleasure, you. really. Thank, thank you so, you much, so much for being here. All right. We'll see you soon, man. We'll see you here in Miami. Yes. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.